Good afternoon, welcome back. It is the next episode of Podcony. It says that Lemon's Dita, it says that Kenichi's Toby, it says that Labyrinth's Josh. That's definitely not right. <laughs> Clearly something hasn't been changed there. But that's fine, I'll do that while you guys are talking. My name is Falcone, your already very confused host. Next person though, <laughs> to my left on screen. It's not Toby, but second time on the show, it's Kenichi. How you doing, Beth? Hey, Dan. Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good, good. Frantically trying to fix things, but otherwise, okay. You looking forward to... Are you, are you glad to be back? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad I was invited back. Clearly, I didn't do too bad last time, so... Correct yeah, I'm excited to be answer. Here. Yeah, good. Uh, there we go. I fixed everything. Okay, all good. Uh, but new to the show, two more names that hopefully, if you're watching live, you should definitely recognize. Uh, underneath my cam on screen right now, we've got Labelin. Hey, Lucy. How you doing? Hi, I'm all right. How are you? I, don't, yeah. like, I mean, we've, we've kind of established that, but it's all chill. Hi. You, you, were, you were muted at the start. <laughs> you, were, you probably want to say that again. Oh, I, I was just saying I'm good. Uh, slightly awkward as per, as per the usual, but how are you? How are you doing? Awkward, chaotic. Layla, see, see, Beth learned from last time. Beth has asked me how I'm doing, and now, now everyone else is following suit. This is, this is good. This is good. <laughs> yes. Uh, great. Awesome. And Lemon, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you today? A little tired. I just got home from work, but other than that, I'm good. That's right. I remember when we when I first approached you to do the show, you're like, oh, I, I don't know. I've got a work today, and, and I don't I don't finish work until <laughs> 3 p.m. your time. Well, that's fine. Podcast at 3:30. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was earlier. Well, there you go. It's all worked out nicely. So today, oh, they're all, they're all mm -hmm. quiet. All right, let me just turn you all up a little bit. Today, we are going to be talking about life as a streamer. Because you, all three of you have been hitting the stream really hard. I think it's fair to say really hard since you started. Beth, we've already sort of talked about uh, you and your stream uh, last yeah. time you were on. Uh, and I know that, that you're working really hard on that and now producing the video content as well, which is awesome. I am, yes, yeah. Lemon, you stream... Doing Oh, sorry, go on. I was about to say, just trying to do content for all different parts now. Kind of never ends. <laughs> it, it doesn't ever end. Uh, Lemon, oh. you've been streaming evenings, um, evenings, yeah, in, in your own time zone for, yes. for quite a while now. Uh, and Lucy, you, I mean, I've only sort of known about you for the last few weeks, but you were streaming daily for quite a while, right? Yeah, I mean, I've only really existed for the past, like, three weeks. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a bit mad, but yeah, I, I just basically went full ham because... I didn't know what else to do on furlough. Only existed. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Uh, yeah. Well, and and that's that's a great way of kind of getting into the stream and kind of getting you into the mindset that I want everyone on for this for the show, because a lot of people look at look at streamers, look at Twitch streamers, and they kind of think they they either kind of think, oh, that's that's a waste of time, or they think, oh wow, how easy that that doesn't take any effort. You're just sitting there playing a video game. And that's kind of what I want to dig into on this a little bit. And I know that, that Beth, you've already, I know that you're heavily into kind of the same mindset as I am now, which, yes. is, which is that like, you, you, can't, you, can't just, you can't just stream once or twice a week and then and expect anything to grow. Uh, tell, tell me what your kind of perception is about this. So I think I initially started streaming just sort of thinking, oh, well, I'm not going to really have anyone here. It was never, I want to stream for the sake of streaming. I always kind of starting out to try and help my confidence a little bit. And I've kind of, as I've gone on, realized more and more that as you're streaming, like, it's not necessarily the easy part, but that's the bit where you kind of, you have fun, you kind of 
do what you want to do but it's outside of streaming where you're putting so much time into meeting new people trying to find a way to get more viewers into your chat so when you are streaming like you've got those people there and I think that's like one of the biggest things I've noticed that I wasn't really ready for when I started I didn't realize how many hours I would be putting in when I'm not in front of a camera but yeah <laughs> right and uh, and that's something that I think a lot of people even a lot of people after kind of starting they don't they don't realize that that's kind of i think a lot of people start streaming and they kind of expect it to be a case of oh the more hours i'm live the more people are going to just sort of wander in and find me and that's that's not necessarily true and i know that lemon you you've actually you, you're starting to to work pretty hard on content outside of streams too i know that we've been talking about a little project of yours that i'm not going to out but <laughs> but what's your what's your kind of attitude about that well to be fair i started streaming accidentally and <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah that's a whole story for another time uh but yeah so i started accidentally and it's actually in the last month or so that i started growing a lot um i haven't been doing what kanichi has been doing uh as much i have been a lot more active on my other social media to spread out about it and i've been more active in other communities such as yours or toby's mm. but i don't actually talk about my stream that much <laughs> to be fair but i i definitely agree with you the general rule of streaming because streaming is not very searchable right. you can't have the attitude that you have with for example youtube where it is very searchable there's an algorithm that makes you uh, noticeable for other viewers um that doesn't exist for streaming it doesn't exist for twitch because it's it's based on numbers more, so the streamers who have all the numbers and already have a lot of content and have grown are obviously going to be at the top, and those are going to be the first ones you see. Yeah, I mean, the algorithm is, is essentially as simple as, you're playing this game right now, there are mm -hmm. 50 people playing this game that have more viewers than you, you are the 50th down. And I know that there are other systems yes. that Twitch sometimes implements, like there is a recommended streamer thing that some people have sometimes come into my stream and said, you are my recommended streamer list. I don't actually know what that's about or what causes that. I don't fully understand that. But yeah, Twitch isn't, isn't super searchable. But community is, yeah. is another big part of, I think, work outside of stream. And I think, yeah, I think Labelin, this is an area where I think you, you particularly shine. You said to me before we, uh, oh, you're surprised. You didn't expect to be caught out like this. Um, you, you said to me before that um, you, you you weren't too bothered about posting in Discord because you think it's it's very much a lot of the same people that are in the in the server that are in mine. But I think from what I've seen, you have some very like extremely dedicated. I don't even want to use the word fans. To me, the word fans almost feels like a dirty word. I kind of want to say friends. You've got some really dedicated streamer friends, and uh, and and and. I'm assuming for you, community is a is a big part of the stream. Yeah, I mean, so the reason I kind of started, well, I, I was I, I did some charity streams with Concrete Donkey way back when, and kind of missed it, but didn't know how to start. And I just kind of when I was house sitting like two weeks ago, I was like, he has a setup. He said I can use it, get into it, because I was getting this weird uh, separation feeling from like the people. Like, so obviously I'm close with like Dita, Josh, um, and very recently close with Beth as well. Like. And I'm kind of meeting all these people, but I was struggling to join in the chats and I felt really isolated. And for some reason, since I started streaming, kind of having that chat there. And it is, it, as you say, they're not fans. They are friends. It's like, it's right. my boyfriend. And it's like, you know, people I've known for a while and they're just coming and keeping me company. And as I'm moving so far away from everyone soon, I'm kind of looking like it's, it's become a really comforting source of like social time because 
I was scared of losing that and I felt like I had lost it. So it's the community is like the biggest bit for me, hands down. And, and I barely play the games that I'm supposed to be playing because <laughs> I'm talking to people so much. It's great. It, it really is one of the one of the best things about Twitch. I mean, and, and, and these are some real friendships as well that you can make as a streamer on Twitch. When I when I used to stream Hearthstone full time, you know, five, six years ago, whatever it was, I had viewers then that, that started watching me for Hearthstone that still come back and, and tune in now and that have they've been friends with each other from back then and like when i started streaming again that they're, they've, they're still hanging out without me so like they're, they're back in my stream again it's like oh great it's like old times again but like there's five or six of my old viewers that just started playing D together they all met on my stream and they just they've been playing D together for years and i just think that's that's amazing that you can you can join join a twitch stream for, for a specific game and then find that you have so much in common with these people that, that you're just friends for life at that point. A hundred percent. Like, I think me and Lucy are a really good example of that as well, because we met accidentally in Concrete Donkey streams, just bonded, like, really, really quickly. And now we, like, message every day. We're helping each other with different things on their streams. We're doing fan art for each other. Like, <laughs> we've gone, like, not to a hundred really yeah. quickly in a friendship. Like, well, because... I think I was. I, I think I saw you being hosted on Concrete Donkey's page, and I clicked on you, and then I just gave you all my bits, and I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just generally like the, the yeah. Yeah, you're you're not supposed to be giving out bits anymore, Labelin. I'm pretty sure I heard that people should be banning you if you if you. Did, <laughs> this, this was this was this was before I started streaming, so technically I didn't okay. break any rules. All right, all right, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I'll let you off then. So so, <laughs> Beth and Lucy, you both sort of came into this the bubble both through concrete donkey sort of in your own in your own ways that that is that is that right yeah kind yeah. of i don't know if <laughs> i don't know if either of you want to want to kind of go into your background or, or what sort of what started you streaming in the first place i think you've sort of touched on it briefly there so i was very much um uh, i was as i said a lockdown streamer i think i mentioned that last time um <laughs> i, I started that <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of us um, and very much I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a go because something that I really struggle with is talking to people. And I wanted to do something where I could talk to chat and I could get used to interacting, like kind of get a little bit more used to my own voice as well, because I think that's something I struggle with. So I just started out really, really casual. Um, and I was talking to uh, Josh of Concrete Donkey because I knew him from college and I knew that he streamed, ended up in his community and just got talking to more and more people. And I think that it probably helped me a lot. I've ended up in... That's how I ended up here, to be fair. I accidentally ended up in Dan's stream because of Concrete Donkey. And it's like, that sense of community kind of led me more and more into different groups. And I've met more people. And that's then pushed me further to be more confident in what I'm doing, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I keep meeting these people that are jumping into my chats and I'm chatting to. And I think having those people that you can have a conversation with when you're streaming, it really improves your stream. Yeah. Because you're being interactive and you can talk to the chat and then maybe someone will come in and join in with that conversation and it just kind of creates this really, really nice kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's quite a strong point with it all. Yeah. So, so Lucy, what, what kind of started you streaming then? Uh, so I met Josh kind of like September last year and it was around the time the Battersea stream, like charity fundraiser was going. And I, I kind of just started going onto the Concrete Donkey streams to talk about cat facts because I've worked with animals. So it was kind of just that was what kind of initially uh -huh. introduced me to what streams were like. And then when that was over, I kind of just 
faded off into the background because I was a bit anxious about it all and then kind of ended up really missing it. So again, a bit like Beth, taking lockdown and equipment that I had to hand to you. So I was just like, I'm going to try this. And uh, yeah, since I mean, since then, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Um, but I've, I've loved every minute of it because it, it's just kind of opened up my world. I was very, I was being very closed off and it's kind of, everything is just, it's much broader now. Right. Yeah. I blame Beth for uh, kicking me into it, actually, because she was like, I was like, Labonichi streams when? And she was like, well, you better start. And then kind of kicked me into <laughs> Oh, really? Into That's how it started. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, and Lemon, you said that you started by accident. You want to you give us a little bit more detail about that? Uh, okay. So I think it was back in 2017. Um, oh, wow. Okay. One of Toby's community members were streaming. So I didn't know what Twitch was. I just made an account. And started being part of her community. And then I got some really good friends there who were like, we were on call one day. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I feel bored. I think I'm going to do some makeup or something. And they were like, let us watch. Let us watch. And this was before, um, before you know, video call and stuff uh-huh. in a Discord server was a thing. And we totally forgot that group calls was a thing. So they were like, you have a Twitch account. Can't you just like stream it and we can comment and stuff like that? And that, yeah, that's how I got started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just did that for fun occasionally. I had about, I think, 35 or so followers from doing that. And then recently, after doing a lot of research, because I thought it was really fun, and I have been keeping up with other communities in the meantime where I wasn't streaming. Uh, so I did my research. I figured I love photography, so getting a new camera isn't really going to do me any damage. I think sound is important, so I got a new mic. My chair is horrible, so I don't mind investing in that either. And yeah, then about like a month ago or so, I hit affiliate thanks to Toby following me after I started streaming regularly. So w- when did you start streaming it. regularly? Month and a half, two months ago. So you, you've all been you've all been streaming really not very long. I mean, Lucy in particular, but uh, but Beth, <laughs> Beth, how long has it been for you now? Like three months? It's my four month anniversary four months. on the first of August, which oh. feels like a long time, but also a really not long time. Like, mm-hmm. the amount I feel I've done in that space of time should not have happened in that space. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be four months, so. I'm trying to remember when I sort of started hitting it hard again. Because, obviously, again, I streamed years ago and then sort of just streamed on and off, like, maybe once a month for the last few years since then. But uh, I think I started again at around mid-March. So for you, for, was it early March that you started then, Beth? Uh, April 1st. Oh, early April. Okay. Yeah, it would have been around around that time for me as well. Uh, and, and again, that, that was purely a case of being bored due to coronavirus as well. I can't yeah. travel for work anymore. <laughs> I've got all this equipment. I might as well might as well use it in, in some way. Um, yeah, so, so, you know, so many different reasons for everyone starting. Um, now, I think streaming has changed a lot in the last five years. Uh, and, and this is where I come in with my back in my day. Uh, back in my day, there was no Discord back when I started streaming. And I think yeah. Discord has changed the landscape of Twitch streaming quite a lot. Because suddenly, you, you know, you make a community. You've got a, a way of keeping in touch with, with people day in, day out. Back when I started, it was, it was Skype was the best we had. And Skype was rubbish. There's no, it wasn't really big group Skype chat. So, like, the very best I could do was if somebody was uh, in my stream a lot, I'd add them on Skype and just start spamming them every time I go live on Twitch. Like, hey, just let <laughs> you know. Um, um, but with a Discord server, 
So, so also back in my day, if I wanted to stay in touch with people generally, what I had to do was encourage people to stay in my Twitch chat when I wasn't live. And I, I had my Twitch chat open all day and I just type in it. And back then there wasn't raids. It was just hosts and hosts. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah. I don't know if any of you have used the host, the host system. It's, it's not, it's worse, worse than raids now. Sometimes. So I don't know. There's not many reasons to use it. But rather than like throwing you into someone else's stream, what a host does is it, it sort of puts their stream on your Twitch channel. They still get the viewers, but it's still your Twitch chat, your community. Um, and so what some people used to do is they used to just have, I knew some people that didn't even stream. They would have a Twitch channel and they would use it to host a bunch of other channels and people would follow them just to hang out with that community and watch whoever they were hosting. And that was kind of the only way back then that you could encourage people to sort of be a part of, of, of a community. But Discord has changed things dramatically. Um, and I think especially with the con sort of concrete donkey bubble, uh, Beth and Lucy, you've, you've, had a lot of a lot of success uh in part thanks to discord and and you've sort of been able to help grow other communities and grow your own communities as well with that would you would you say that's true oh 100 percent. yeah i mean there was a bunch of us all hitting affiliate around the same time <laughs> because uh, like every basically we'd all raid each other or like for example even if we, we were streaming we'd like shout them out and be like oh this person we know from discord who's really cool like and it was a really nice way to kind of all bond and boost each other up and then I all of us kind of hit it around the same like few days in like within the space of a week i think we got about four or five people to affiliate just just through like general support not like full-on like pushing it it was just we had this nice little bubble where people would either raid and sort of jump in together and it was genuinely about five or six people hitting affiliate really really quickly just like wholesome content sharing with that. each other it was... <laughs> yeah now uh i just want to give a very very quick shout out just everyone watching live in twitch chat i'm seeing you i'm seeing your messages i'm gonna unlock the uh channel reward now for ask a question on the podcast so if you if you've got anything that you would like to ask myself or one of the lovely guests then uh, please go ahead and uh, redeem that reward um if you're watching on demand you can catch the podcast on twitch wednesdays 3 30 p.m british summertime twitch.tv forward slash falcone hosts if you are watching live and you miss any of it or you want to catch up on a previous week or miss a future week you can catch it on demand on my youtube channel uh, and also on spotify itunes etc etc it's podcony it's not super difficult to find it's a really stupid name um but yeah moving on the next kind of topic i want to talk about is things that i want to i want to find out if you three had a, a specific thing that you expected when you were streaming like an idea of what streaming is or what streaming is like and sort of what, which of those expectations you think were met and which of those expectations maybe weren't fulfilled? And I'm going to give you a second to think about it because Lemon looks completely lost in thought right now <laughs> in particular. Uh, but if anyone, Don't if anyone wants to like call it out, have you, have you, have you got anything in mind? I mean, when I first started, I didn't have any expectations. Because as said, I did start accidentally. I didn't start with a goal or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, when I started up again with around, I, as I said, 35 followers when I started again before the whole affiliate thing, I expected it to take a lot longer for me to start growing a following, especially considering the fact that I don't actually make a lot of content other than Twitter out of streams. Mm -hmm. And yet in... Uh, a little bit over a month, I've had over 100 followers <laughs> following after I hit affiliate. That's amazing. Um, 
Yeah, but that is also very much thanks to both your community and Toby's and Concrete Donkey, who's been sometimes rating me, Kanichi, who was also rated, uh, and a lot of a lot of things like that. So that that's been more shocking than anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. If if you don't mind me saying, Lemon, I think you're one of the um, perfect examples. Something I've kind of been saying to people recently when they've like been a little bit worried about building their following or maybe seeing numbers is I'm like, if you go into people's streams. Be the person that you'd want in your own chat. Because I remember one of the first times you came into my streams and you were just like, you were so lovely. You were like, oh, I really like what you're doing. Like, you were so engaged with what I was doing that I was like, I want to support this person back. And I think you're such a good example of kind of not necessarily needing to network outside of Twitch, so to speak, but because of how you are within people's communities, they will come to you kind of thing. I mean, I, I guess. I think you could uh, say that about all three of you, actually. I, I think that's 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 a fair <laughs> comment to say. You're 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 very very. I mean, I found at least in my, in my Twitch chat and other ones I've that I've been to, you've all been very very engaged with the content, which is great. But Beth, I get what you're saying. Really, is that for, for Lemon, it's it's just a it's an evil it's an evil scheme. It's a ploy. <laughs> she's nice. She's nice in our streams, engaging because she's trying to win us over. That's it, right? No, <laughs> not at all. I'm glad you think I'm that malicious, though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, to, to the original question, um, Beth and Lucy, if any of you have any any ideas of, of any, like, if there are any expectations you had when you first sort of thought, okay, I'll start streaming, or, or with Lucy when you first did the Battersea stream, if there's anything you sort of expected streaming to be like and actually found out it's not like this, it's actually, it's actually like this. I didn't have any expectations when I did the Battersea stuff, because uh, honestly, I think at the time, we kind of didn't realize that we'd actually end up raising quite a lot of money together. That was quite, that was just completely separate and blew out of the park. Any expectations? I mean, we did, yeah, we didn't know what to expect and it went absolutely mad. Um, with my personal streaming, I actually was expecting quite a negative experience, which I'm sad, I'm glad really? to say it didn't happen, but I, I was, yeah, I was terrified. I, um, I mean, I'm, I'm quite open about this. I've got quite bad, bad anxiety. And so the idea of putting myself back on like a public forum where people can just say what they want and kind of, mm. I was very aware and I was just like, oh, they're going to call me cringy. They're going to be, they're going to make fun of how bad I am at gaming. I, I was, I was so scared. Um, and it hasn't been like that actually. I found like, I've got my. This is my entire social life now, pretty much because <laughs> you know, lockdown and also it's where I like being. Um, but it's been such a kind of. I don't want to say enriching because that's sounds pretentious, but it has been enriching because it, it's kind of brought a lot of positivity to my life that I did not expect to have. Um, I thought my first stream would last 10 minutes and I've, as you said, I kind of went a bit extra OTT at the top because I just loved being with my friends that much and it's been, it's been, it's been amazing. So I, I had a complete turnaround from expecting the worst and getting actually the best thing. That's really interesting. Without being to too cheesy. You kind of, you kind of <laughs> came into it expecting to not, so, so if you, if you, if you were actually expecting it to be bad, why, why did you start? Like what, what sort of took, took you over the edge? Boredom, um, <laughs> I think it was a mixture of things. It was it was a bit bit of boredom. Yeah. It was the fact that I was house sitting and I was like, well, I have this equipment. It would be rude not to try. Um, and also, I mean, I used to do kind of like just talking nights with Dieter, and they hadn't like we hadn't really had the chance to. And he was waiting for a new computer, and I, I just I wanted to try it and see if I liked it. Um, and then, as I said, with like uni coming up, I'm going to be so far away from everyone that it was kind of it's, I, I thought it might be a good way to kind of keep in the community because I was getting to the point where I was too scared to even like message people in their chats even if I was lurking I'd be too scared to say hi mm-hmm. and it's kind of com- it's completely turned all of that around I didn't think it would but I thought 
you know, no, I've got nothing left to lose. I might as well just yeet myself into the fray and see what happens. <laughs> I think, uh, no, not to not to sort of try and generalise in any way whatsoever, but I think it's quite common for those of us that that do are kind of into video games and, and you know we game a lot and maybe a little bit more of our social life is is online than 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 off. I think a lot of us kind of have some of these anxieties, especially social anxieties. Uh, I know that when I when I was sort of starting to stream, and I first again, I'm talking five years ago, back in the in the Hearthstone days, where I, I started making content and started interviewing people, and I was quite nervous even to jump into a voice call with with people that I didn't really know very well. Maybe I'd watch their stream for a bit, but like, gonna have to be in a voice call with them. What are they gonna think of me? What are they gonna if if I've got them on on my show? Like, are they gonna are they going to think I'm running it badly? Are they going to judge me for this? Like that, that kind of thing used to bother me. And I don't know if that's kind of a, a similar anxiety to, to what any of you have had in the past. But uh, I think maybe a, a life of playing video games makes, makes some of us uh, maybe a little bit shy. Is that the word? Well, I, I wouldn't think, necessarily well, like, say I that we're shy. very much agree with where Lucy was coming from, the kind of expecting it to be a negative experience. Mm. I think there's a lot of like... You kind of see online about all of this kind of like trolling or like people going into chats and being like horrible to streamers. I think from a person that hadn't done it before, I was really, really scared of what I was actually putting myself in for. Uh -huh. And I was hit by like kind of the complete opposite because I think I very much feel the whole kind of, oh, what are people going to think of me? I very much grew up as kind of the weird kid that liked video games and collected too many Pokemon cards. And <laughs> you didn't even have webcam on, on the first few streams, did you, Beth? No, I didn't webcam until uh, about two months into streaming. Because mm -hmm. um, I was that anxious that I would have people come into my chat and be really horrible to me. But I think that's kind of also what I wanted to overcome. It was part, I'm terrified of this, so I'm going to do it. Um, and I was so surprised that I was met by so much support. Like... I do still call, kind of call myself like this weird girl on the internet, but <laughs> people come into my chat and seem to enjoy it. And there's been times after streams where I've called people and like, why are people like in this stream watching me draw like cursed Furbies? Like, why are people here? <laughs> and but people enjoy it. And I'm like, well, cool, I'll keep doing it. But I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, cursed art. I think you have is the swalls, but you already know that. <laughs> it's horrific. your brand now. It's your brand now. <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I think I have a new brand every week. <laughs> <laughs> there definitely is a, a, a nasty side to Twitch and Twitch chat. That that uh, it's not. It's not the side that 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 we get with our lovely little small community streams with the nice people that come in, and as soon as someone says something mean, I just ban them off the face of the earth. Uh, it, it's not quite because. Obviously, with, with some of the esports events I've, I've hosted over the last few years, I've been in some much bigger streams, and I've been sort of the face and voice of some of these much bigger streams. And uh, if you Google my name on, on Reddit, especially if you Google, like, Falcone, Hearthstone, Reddit, you will see endless amounts of, of horribly insulting things. And, and to be honest, at first, there was a period of time where I'd recently started casting. I did my first DreamHack event in, in America, and, and I had just saw this horrible hate messages about me all over all over reddit it made me feel really quite depressed and you do you do kind of get a little bit thicker skinned over time and, and get over it but um but yeah luckily the area the, and so so for a few years i was personally actually kind of hating twitch chat i don't think i even read twitch chat for a few years 
But uh, then there is this lovely side of Twitch, which is the side that we are all experiencing, which is these these great communities that are that are checking us out and joining our discords and and supporting us and that kind of thing. And and it is all all really quite quite wonderful. Um, so yeah, never never really any reason. No one's gonna no horrible Twitch troll is gonna dig through the directory, find a small streamer and try and make their life miserable. I mean, I hope not. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so so positive then. Beth and Lucy, you both said that you kind of, if anything, had a fear of starting Twitch or an anxiety about it because you thought people were going to be negative. But actually, it's been a, it's been a positive change. Has the social side of Twitch surprised you in any way, or was that something you kind of expected? Massively surprised me. Yeah, I have met so. Admittedly, like with my university, I went to a very creative university, so I did meet quite a few people like me. But I think I grew up in a very, very small town. Like, I didn't know many people that were similar to me, that were like into doing like certain games, into doing kind of art and that kind of thing. I didn't know many people. Yet, coming into this community, I find these people that have got the similar interests. And you just kind of form this bond instantly because you know that you've got something in common and I wasn't I wasn't ready for that that was <laughs> don't get me wrong very very pleasant surprise but it's like the two girls we have here I think the first time we started speaking like we just got on and that's that I wasn't ready for that but in the, the best <laughs> way I was happy that it happened and I think that happens a lot more than you expect it to as well yeah, but I think one of the reasons yeah, for say, was, why uh, people expect it to not happen, I'm sorry, Lavlin, you can continue afterwards, is because you're used to being fine. the weird kid. You're used, at, like, I think the reason why people are so surprised, in, especially in your guys' cases with this, is because you're, everyone who kind of watches Twitch and are interested in stuff like that are used to being the weird kid. They're used to being kind of picked on or being the nerd or the geek or whatever in their school and so i think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people connect over the internet and over communities such as dance for example yeah okay now you can continue <laughs> so we're a bunch of misfits <laughs> that's right. I... <laughs> yeah basically go on lucy I mean, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Like, they oh. like us coming across. And we, we're we always, like, self-deprecating, like, yeah, I'm the weird kid. I'm here, like, <laughs> doing weird things. And they're like, but they're like, we're, we're, we're weird kids too. It's fine. And, like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's 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 been mind-blowing how, like, the close friendships I've formed, even in such a short time, looking at you, Beth, um, is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is, it's phenomenal. It's, it's amazing. I love it. All right, awesome. Well, this has been a lot of positivity. I guess the next thing I want to ask you about, I'm not, not that I'm trying to get any negativity out of you at all. <laughs> that's, that's not the goal. The next thing I want to ask about Dan. emotional backstories. <laughs> next thing I want to ask oh, you about no, is affiliate. Please. Because all three of you have hit affiliate, okay. uh, you know, in, mm -hmm. the last, in the last few months. Is that something that you kind of expected to happen when you started streaming and you thought, oh, I'm going to spend some time doing this? Did you expect to, to get affiliate so quickly? And did you expect to end up having... Again, I, I, the word fans kind of feels dirty, but like, did you expect to have people actually subscribing to you and throwing money at you and being like, yes, I like your content, please keep going? Or did you think that was something that would just never happen? I thought that would never I happen. I very much <laughs> expected to stay at like two or three views. Maybe I'd do this for like a couple of months, get my confidence up a little bit, and then I would kind of just leave it be, was really what I was expecting to happen. I think I hit affiliate in a week and I was like oh okay 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden I was getting subscribers and it kind of went a little bit more crazy than I thought it would. Like I never expected that to be a thing. But I don't know. It just caught me off guard. I think I, I it sounds so horrific here. It, it, for, for some people, I think it is easy to kind of hit that bar quite quickly. Maybe if it is because you are in like communities that are going to jump in and support. And if you've got that community, it's not too hard to get like the average viewers up quite quickly. And then all of a sudden you're kind of thrown into this world. Like you can actually make money now from what you're doing. And it's like, what? Now, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> I, I, it does. Yeah, of course. I, I kind of particularly want to get Lemon's point of view on this. Um, be because, Lemon, you you have been known to what's the what's the what, what are the words I'm looking for here? You you've been, you've been known <laughs> to do some gifts. You've been known to to do a lot of gifts yourself. And so I'm that, curious that as to what your perspective is now, being on the other side of it as a streamer. Were you expecting to get this this affiliate button? Okay, so the thing is, I knew realistically speaking because I. I do struggle with anxiety myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I tend to rationalize everything if I ever get doubts. It's one of the ways I deal. And so I knew realistically speaking, yes, I would probably hit affiliate at some point. I already had the views. I already had the, like, everything other than the following until Toby came around after I nearly broke Phoebe on his stream. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and and so I knew I would hit it at some point. I just never thought I'd hit it that quickly, and I never expected the growth that came afterwards. Uh, one of one of the times I grew the most, or I had noticed the most, was actually after you shouted me out in one of your streams, Dan. Uh, I had I didn't even stream that day, and I got twelve new followers, and a bunch of them came in the next day when I was streaming. I was like, "Excuse me, what?" There you go. Uh, so that was surprising to say the least. I, I, I sort of pity you when I give you gifts and stuff like that. Cause I know when King did it to me, I got really overwhelmed. I didn't know how to deal with it. And then here you have me in total giving you what? 95 subs in total now? Oh, really outing yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. Uh, so so, I mean, so, so, so I get where you're coming from. Lemon, your your perspective was that, yeah, I, I, I expected eventually to get affiliate because I, I guess yeah. at, at the end of the day, the, the goalpost for affiliate, and I know Beth, we've spoken about this before, the goalpost for affiliate actually isn't that, isn't that extreme, you know? It's, it's average of three viewers, yeah. streaming for X amount of hours, 50 followers, great, done. So the next question I'm going to ask you is looking forward, the P word, partner, is that uh -huh. something that the three of you are looking at seriously? Is it something that you're kind of going to oh, casually try and maybe try and grind towards it, but not really have your hopes up, but got an eye on it? Or do you think it's something that, that's, nope, completely out of the question? Where, where, do we, where do we all stand on that? I personally wouldn't want to be one. <laughs> so I'm... Like, I do... I'm yeah. You, you mm -hmm. go, you go. <laughs> I, I was actually just I, I personally, I, it's not for me. Like, I, do, I do really enjoy being part of the community and I do enjoy streaming, but at the end of the day, I still want to be a zoologist. So kind of, uh -huh. like... Once mm -hmm. I get to uni, it's going to kind of like quiet down a bit. So, so it is, and it'll still be something I do for fun. But it is purely yeah, a hobby for you. It's not you. You wouldn't. You don't yes. even want it to be anything more than that. You wouldn't. No, I don't need it to be. Um, okay. It's. Like, I mean, if it happened, it'd be like okay, cool. But then I wouldn't even be able to commit to it as much as 
like it wouldn't be able to commit the work in that needs to be done. So it's mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be okay. a little catch twenty two. Sure. Uh, Lemon, have you have you got any? Are your eyes set on partner? I mean, to be honest, yes. The dream would be to be able to live off of the things that I love doing. One which is Twitch. Realistically speaking, I imagine it taking at least a couple of years till I get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'll just continue doing what I do. I'll continue having fun with it. I'm not gonna get obsessed with it or anything like that, or upset if it doesn't happen. Uh, you know, it would be amazing, but it's, and it's a goal, of course. But what's most important is just having fun with my community and hanging out. So yeah. Okay, so we've had a, we've had a no, we've had a, <laughs> yeah, hopefully eventually. Beth, I want, I want to hear mm-hmm. it now. I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm going for it. <laughs> I am going for it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. So, yes, I think, Beth. <laughs> I think what a lot of people kind of maybe don't realise, if, if, if you've come to my streams, um, you would probably have heard me talk about this, um, but I actually run a small business, which is why I stream art. Um, mm-hmm. I do like a small business of selling my art, and I also work on commissions. So streaming is kind of this weird extra add-on to my job where rather than just doing my job in private i make the internet watch me do it (laughs) which i mean sure and i think i was so surprised by how kind of well i did at the start and i've been putting the time in and i really really enjoy giving my all into something i always have done i'm very much uh go hard or go home um and like the amount of hours i'm putting in this I, I, I'm going for partner, otherwise it's a bit of a shame all these hours I'm putting in. Um, <laughs> when it happens, it happens. Do not get me wrong, I'm not saying like I'm going for partner like by the end of August, because that's not going to happen. But it will. I'll get there one day. I'll keep putting the time yeah, yeah, yeah. in. And the way it's been going, the things I've been doing, it's been paying off. So why not go for it? I, I, really, I really love to hear that. Because I, I think, Beth, I have a kind of a similar attitude to you in terms of the go hard or go home side of things like i can be quite lazy or i can be completely the other way around and properly like going for something and when when sort of coronavirus lockdown started i was being quite lazy at the time i still got my job in esports doing it from home still got the job it's just taking less time so i've got more because i don't have to travel to go there so i've got all this free time what should i do with it oh i guess i just lounge around and play some video games and then one day it's just like oh i guess i'll uh guess i'll stream for a go just just for a bit of a hobby just just once or twice a week for a few hours that very quickly turned into five days a week for seven hours and then making content on the side i just i can't i can't like half do something i just i can't i don't know what it is i, I can't let myself do that so i, I love to hear uh, i love to hear that you're planning on, on really going hard um, I think I've been very surprised like I'm I'm quite honest about it like it's not something that I'm gonna shy away from because the way I see it it's just a goal at the end of the day mm-hmm. I don't want to be ashamed of it but I have noticed that a lot of like streamers that are maybe kind of hitting sort of 15 kind of 20 views they're almost ashamed to admit that they want to go for partner because they feel it's too far away and I just kind of think that there's nothing wrong with saying that you're aiming for that there's no shame in it but I think if you kind of are like, yep, yeah, I'm going to go for this, I'm going to keep improving it, like, your community sees that as well and they want to help with that. I think it's, why not go for it if you enjoy streaming, even if it is kind of a hobby that you're willing to put the time in. There's no shame yeah. in aiming for that. It's the next 
this is the next big goal why not go for it well, well i think there's there's different ways you can go about it right like the thing is with twitch compared to youtube twitch is quite competitive with youtube if you and your friends are all stream uh, are all making videos that's great your viewers can watch their videos then watch your videos then watch the next video but with twitch if two of you are streaming at the same time and people haven't got a pc and willing to jump between multiple streams and multiple monitors or whatever you're, you're kind of naturally competing against each other and there's not that much you can do to avoid that so i think there's a there's definitely a, an attitude that some streamers can have where they're sort of like i'm gonna get partner and i'm gonna step on anyone i possibly can and try and leech from their community and do whatever i possibly can to get there and obviously that's bad but i think i think you know the, the way that you're doing it the way that any of you would be doing it and, and and myself and hopefully anyone in the community where we try and try and obviously we want to grow but i also want to help each other like i want to i want my channel to be bigger so that people that post in my discord server their own streams they get more viewers come from that and that they can grow their communities more etc etc and i think there's a bad way of growing twitch where you're quite selfish and there's a hopefully a good way of growing growing twitch where you can also help each other and sort of all grow together um and, and i think i think if that's what you're doing i think admitting that you're hitting it hard and going for partner i think that's great i think people love to see the energy and see the uh see the effort um but but on that note switching back over to, to lucy for a second so so for you it's 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 just a hobby but you say it's a hobby that you you do want to keep up even when you uh even when you're back to university etc yeah it's as i said it's, it's definitely done something to like the way i communicate and it's opened me up to like having social interactions more even though it's obviously all digital like i used to just not talk to anyone apart from like my cats um <laughs> so it's 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 kind of upgraded me in that sense um i'm talking like a bot now i've, I've just had an upgrade but it's yeah it's definitely done good for me in other ways um like, hit, like hitting the affiliate was a nice surprise considering the circumstances and everything but i'm kind of happy with that because i like when I get to university, my priority will be studying. Yeah. But then this will be a good way to like kind of like, for example, I might hop on someone else's stream and chat for a bit, and then I can go and play a game because it it also encourages me to play games again because I I stopped doing that as well for some reason. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of just brought my life a bit more balanced as opposed to just kind of hiding in a corner somewhere, reading a book and crying about Anne Boleyn dying in fifteen thirty six. But you know, it it's just yeah, it's it's kind of made me feel a bit more human if I'm if I'm honest. So I'll keep it up. So, sure. are you? Would you say that you are actively trying to grow your stream, or is it is it purely a fun thing for you where the numbers don't matter and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera? I would say it's it's weird. I don't really care about growth. Mm -hmm. Um, it's nice if it happens. If it doesn't, it's no big deal. The numbers, however, do have a thing for me. So I've got I've got a very big thing with numbers in general. So I'm like this with Instagram. I'm like this with the scales. I'm like this with everything. I just uh -huh. I monitor numbers like obsessively. Um. So I'm trying not to do that, uh, but the actual, the actual, what the numbers mean doesn't really make, make any sense to me. It's just like, whatever. But if the numbers change, I'm just like, oh, so why have they changed? What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, they don't matter, but I focus on them. It's a very, yeah, it's not, it's not a healthy mindset. I'm trying to break it. it no, no, I relate. I relate a lot. Well, it's I good that you bring that up. Same. It's good that you bring that up because now we can actually have a bit of a conversation about, about numbers and whether you look at them or okay. not. So, so Lucy, you, you do look at them for you. When you're streaming, oh, yeah. you have the numbers up, you and you, you, I guess, use them to determine whether you're doing well, whether you're not doing well. Is that is that kind of what you mean, or? Yeah, it's more of like, um, it doesn't matter if there's not many people, but if I see, for example, I can see the numbers of people in chat and there's stuff going on in chat, I'd be like, okay, this is a good number of people. I've got people to talk to, and then that's 
kind of where my comfort lies in the numbers as opposed to me being like oh I only had like I only had five viewers today that's that's rubbish I'm not going to worry about that it's more just ah oh, there are people I, I don't care how many people it's just there are people and I, I will talk to them <laughs> and it's fun that's that's where it lies in it for me if that makes any sense sorry I yeah, ramble no, a lot no, absolutely no. absolutely <laughs> um lemon you you use the numbers when you're streaming or do you have them turned off I have my view count on just because I feel a little bit more in control. That is more for my mentality's sake. But like Lucy was saying, I don't I don't really get upset if I have lower numbers one day than I have another day. Especially since for example yesterday I switched games, I streamed something I'd never had before. Um but I do like to see the analytics of it just so that I know what can I improve on, what is a good time for people and and things like that. So that's why I like to look at the numbers, but I think it's you have to be very careful because if you if you get too caught up in it, then it can be very demotivating, especially if you do see like a lack of growth compared to before or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I think it can be quite motivating when it's going up, but demotivating when it's going down. And I think exactly human nature, unfortunately, I mean, at least for me, bad news can have more of an impact uh, a more of a negative impact on my uh, mental state than good news can a positive so loads of good things can happen in a day but then if one bad thing happens that could ruin my day and i don't know i don't know if, if that's something that other people have in common or if i'm just weird um but but beth <laughs> to the, the same question numbers do you look at them while you're streaming so I have a very particular routine though <laughs> okay so i will have the numbers on when i start streaming um, I'll have my stream starting soon. When I know that I've got some people to speak to or like about five minutes has passed, uh, I'll turn those numbers off and I'll start. I only want to know that there's people in a chat that I can talk to because I know that if I'm say on 30 viewers and that drops to 18, I know that, that will I will take that because uh -huh. I will suddenly, my mind will go, what did you do wrong? And I know that as soon as that happens, that's my mood dropped for the stream, so I don't want to do it. Um, I think something I've realised, and it's what I want to work on, is I've noticed that my mentality and my headspace before I start a stream will affect the whole way that that stream goes. So I will make sure I'm getting ready before stream. I'll get myself ready and I'll make sure that I am like mentally prepped to do it. Because if I go into that and I have a, like a good vibe, then I know that when I'm chatting to my uh, any of my viewers, then I will keep up that positive vibe. And the fact is, if people are coming in and you're like happily chatting away, you, you probably are likely to keep going up in those numbers. Whereas if I notice a drop and then I go quiet, I feel like I'm probably going to turn away some of the people that are already there because maybe my mood's changed and they're like, oh, she seems a bit grumpy now. Don't want to stay around. So I'd rather not know and stay in that happy headspace and to be honest be like blissfully unaware that i'm being like really happy to two people right right rather than mm -hmm. panicking that maybe i've dropped a few i think that's a really I good noticed, way to be. i noticed i was getting very fixated on it and i was like you know what let's stop this before you take this seriously mm -hmm. i used mm -hmm. to be very fixated on it and one day Way, again, way back in the Hearthstone days where, where I sort of, my growth, maybe I had a bad day or a bad few days and I thought, oh, I'm losing everything. Oh, it's a disaster. I decided at that point I'm going to turn it off. However, so so I, I don't know how, how you have your Twitch overlay that you're looking at. I, I use regular OBS Studio and I have my Twitch dashboard up on the actual website. 
um, where it shows viewers, you can click on it and it will just replace the number with a with a hyphen and it won't show you. Yeah. But if you mouse over it, it'll show you the number. I have mine switched off all the time. But I mouse over it about once every three minutes. <laughs> and I wish I didn't. I just I just I just can't help myself. Like I, I want I wanna know I wanna know what's going on. Um so I might as well have it turned off. But yeah. I, I think I focus more now on like the stream average when I finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um like with doing art streams i know that there's uh streamers that i'm friends with that we maybe share communities with and there could be a time where either they've gone live or they've gone offline and then like the average will be a better reflection of my stream mm -hmm. or like i'd rather look at that and be like oh, okay so today was slightly quieter um maybe i realized that the content i do was doing that day wasn't as interesting so i'm like okay so the next time i maybe do something yeah. different because i think that when it's done as bad as it sounds, if you look and you're like, oh, my average was lower, you're not on stream, so you can kind of accept it, and it doesn't mm -hmm. feel bad if you're a little bit annoyed by it, because no one's going to see that at the end of the day. I so. have decided not to stream certain games anymore as a result of looking at that. I think that, that looking at yeah. the analytics after the fact is, is a very useful tool to have. But yeah, I think I think if your mood is going to get it affected by the numbers, as mine, mine has definitely done in the past um it, it's 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 just better to try and, and and stay away from that um we, yeah. we've actually had quite a few questions come through now again people watching live are, are spending channel points to ask questions so i'm going to start going through those now uh we had tommy d first asking their question which is how important is variety to a new streamer is it better to stream one thing and try to build a base of, of viewers who come for that one thing or have more variety to try and find viewers with different interests how do you balance breadth of reach with retention now i have very strong opinions on that because i've now done both <laughs> but I, I would love to hear what what you three have to say if anyone has any any thoughts i mean i can't really I... offer a solid opinion on that ah. oh sorry lemon um just because i so the first week i streamed i streamed rogue galaxy non-stop mm -hmm. and then i switched to spyro and then so i've kind of done one game at a time but then i'm technically switching over a longer period of time but uh -huh. that's just because i don't have any schedule plans yet so it's kind of just I, I base it I basically base it on the day to day switch. So I I can't really say what it's like to have that kind of or the difference in growth. So I can't yeah. Just saying sorry, I can't help. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. I mean I personally <laughs> think that I think that if you're starting to stream streaming variety in the beginning is the best because then you can find out what you enjoy streaming. <laughs> I I don't know if you guys know this, but um, before I became a part of dance community, I actually streamed Doki Doki Literature Club because my friends have been obsessing about it and really wanted me to play it. What a game to stream. Ooh. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It was, it was interesting, but I just... It wasn't for me. And at the same time, I would do, for example, Stardew, and I found that a lot more fun. Uh, and yeah... I dabble into different things just because then you know what you like and what you don't like. I think, yeah, it's important to grow your community. So variety is definitely a good thing. Although having those very passionate viewers for one specific game is technically a good thing too. You're going to run out of viewers at some point. Just business. If you, from a business perspective. Uh, another, another thing is also just the fact that... Dan, you said it for yourself. With variety... I can talk. <laughs> Friday, they tend to stay for you instead of a game and mm -hmm. for me that works the best so yeah i think 
yeah, try different things. Find out what works for you. Is the best advice I can I can give to that. Now, Beth, you're you're almost a one game streamer in, in terms of your yeah. art. Almost. What what are, what so, is your thoughts on this? So I did try streaming games for a little bit, and I think that is where like my opinion for this comes from. No matter what the game is that you're playing, with, unless you are like kind of top level pro you're probably going to be streaming that bit game and people will be staying around because of your personality. So I think it's very much uh, like, say for example, maybe you want to stream like Dark Souls. Dark Souls is something that you know a lot about. You know that your personality, like you can talk about that, you can join in with your chat and that kind of thing. If you think that you're going to thrive with that, then that's going to be better for you than being a variety streamer because you know that you're going to be passionate about it and your chat's going to pick up on that. But if you want to kind of stream as a personality, like, I'll be honest, kind of like how you do that. I think that's probably the best example. People stay around more for you. You do get people that come in for the certain games, mm. but maybe they don't stay for other ones because they're there for that certain game. But then there are people that will stay with you for the whole time yeah. because they're there for you. So I think it kind of depends, like, why you want to stream, like, what is your thing because mm -hmm. like i'm an art streamer people come to me for art they stay because i'm weird <laughs> but like i've had people jump into my stream because i use a system called procreate which not many um artists tend to uh stream with so i'll get people coming in and just talking to me about that and i know that if i streamed a game they're probably not going to be interested in that so mm -hmm. i've kind of decided you know what just doing art is right for me so that way you can sort of treat it like a job as well especially if you're doing yeah. commissions while you're like and then and then you can play games in your own time and still have them be, be fun and, and do that however you like now growing a growing a single game stream is easier it it, it, it just is as long as you're streaming a game that's popular uh that, that has enough fans of the game where you will be seeing people coming in streaming a, uh, growing a community around one game is easier when i grew my hearthstone stream I got up to 80, 90, 100 concurrence, and, and that was great. But as soon as I, and you brought up Dark Souls, Beth, one day I decided, you know what, I'm going to try streaming Dark Souls today. I streamed Hearthstone for a few hours. I'm going to have a go at Dark Souls. I'm kind of bored of Hearthstone today. My view count would go down from 80 to about 12. Literally yeah. that drastically. Because the community of people, yeah, they were there because they liked my Hearthstone stream instead of the others. But as soon as I'm playing a different game, they're like, oh, I just want to watch Hearthstone. Boop, out. So... I feel like, although it might be harder to grow a variety stream, I think in the long run... I mean, if I was still full-time Hearthstone streamer, fantastic. But then what if the game dies? What if, for some reason, Blizzard decides to delete the game from existence? Th then what? Do I just lose all of my viewers at that point? I don't know. Maybe. So the upside to variety is that I think it's more of a stable community that gets built. It's not like if a sudden, suddenly I get worse at a game or I don't want to play a game anymore. It's not like suddenly I lose everyone. So I think that you can stream either way. They both have pros and cons. Right now, for enjoyment's sake, mostly, I like doing variety. I think being able to stream more what I feel like playing than being stuck playing a single game is good. Thank you for the question, Tommy. Um, Winter Blades asks, most memorable stream moment. Does anyone have anything that just jumps out at them? I've got two. Hit, hit us, hit us. <laughs> so there was, um, when I had, a, I had a raid from um, 
this streamer uh, called Falcon. Just... <laughs> I know this. <laughs> <one already. laughs> and I, I was, I was met with great kindness. Is how I will word it. Um, I had some people being really, really lovely to me. But the thing that is ingrained in my mind, and I may, I apologise. <laughs> this is a slight trigger warning. Is the phrase "arigato" is so <laughs> embedded in my brain now because I heard that. 60 times in a row whilst I sobbed so that's, that's one that's probably the one that I, I as much as it was lovely it's painful um, so I had something the other day when I got um, a sub goal up and I was I was getting closer to it and I think someone had subscribed and I'm like oh I'm really close to this goal now and something I've started doing and this, sorry, this is a little bit visual is I've got confetti now so for whenever I oh, hit that's awesome. I get a subscriber oh it's bear with so whenever I get a subscriber, I I do that. Someone gifted 10 subs and I hit my goal. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I just poured this whole tub of confetti on my head. And it was, you can see in the clip, this moment of regret on my face. And like, I haven't cleaned up the mess yet. And honestly, I am finding confetti in my kitchen. It's in my bed. It is everywhere. And it's like, these moments like this, it's like haunting me. I've just seen a poll that's come up that says Arigato as well. And <laughs> Mine are just like, why has she done this? It's just, oh, I've got confetti everywhere again. I need to see I this clip. That. I need to see it. I, I remember that. It's, it's I was hilarious. there for that. And then There's you, this yeah, moment you see so me confused. and I look at this tub and I tip it. And I'm like... Oh. <laughs> it's like you almost, yeah. you almost thought it through, but you didn't quite make it. <laughs> Not one sub, but ten subs. Hmm, I don't have ten hands, so... <laughs> Oh, well, the bucket. <laughs> Do you not know what my thought process was? This was it was it was instant regret. I'll tell you that. But, and I'm uh, now known within that person's community. Oh, this is Kenichi. I like that kid. She pulls confetti on her. That's all I know. Does they don't care about my art? They can care about me as confetti girl. Like, it's a really cool like, I idea. Feel like that's a, a good legacy. It's, it's cool. It, uh, I, it's it's fun. Lucy Lemon, any any uh, any highlights that spring to mind? Uh, okay, so mine's actually. Uh, sorry, I just go. jumped straight in. I no, was like, go, go, uh, go, go, go. <laughs> no, so it's gonna sound really, kind of really, really silly. So, uh, I mean, I had, I've had a couple of like crazy days of just like intense support, but th there was this one day, and it was like the, the last day of my first week of streaming. And so, for anyone who doesn't know about a game called Rogue Galaxy, I had not defeated it in thirteen years, and it was like my last day of the stream because I thought it was my last day with the equipment and the setup and everything. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish this game today. I'm gonna beat the boss. And I had like the most people in my chat that I've ever had, and like everyone was spamming in boats, and it was crazy. I got I got to the final bit of the final boss, and then I died. And it was um that that was the moment really because I was there was all this hype and all this build up, and there was there was this like intense chat, and it was so much fun. And then I failed. Um, and then it was just like this like anticlimactic oomph moment, and it was that that kind of made it even more funny. If that made it made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that that was just it was that was my moment of just like because I think also just before I started the boss fight, I got the email saying I'd been made affiliate, so it kind of all happened at once. Um, so for that kind of instant high adrenaline rush and then crash, I did beat the boss later that day though, so I did complete Rogue Galaxy, but it's actually the loss that kind of <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Brilliant, Lemon. I mean, it's 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 nowhere as wholesome as <laughs> um, as the others. Um, 
Because the thing I remember the most is the 33 hydrates in a row in total <laughs> during that stream. It was 44 hydrates. I know. Dan, you were there too. I, I remember, remember you that. complaining and thinking that we were actually trying to kill you. <laughs> okay. But you were though. 33 <laughs> hydrates? And poor garlic breadman actually drank like 38 of those 44 with me. I I pity their soul. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I should do that sometime. Hydrate for charity. Yes. <laughs> my, uh, my... I, there, there's a lot of highlights. It's difficult to kind of pinpoint one down, but I, I, I'm going to go with one... When I'd started streaming, and I was probably at the point as a Hearthstone streamer, I was getting like 15, 16 viewers. So we're talking 2015, maybe even 2014, I'm not sure. And uh, there was one, there was a weird day on Twitch where for some reason, like Twitch went down, basically. The whole website went down. And I don't know why, but for some reason, my stream didn't go down. It kept running. And like, like everyone else on Twitch did. It was like I had DDoSed the platform. I hadn't. <laughs> Um, but like, but like when you, if you went on the, the Twitch directory and you clicked on Hearthstone, I was the only game, I was the only streamer playing that game. And like Hearthstone was a big, big directory back then. I'm not sure how many views it has now on average, but it's usually like top six, top seven games of sort of like how many concurrent viewers are watching that game. So suddenly I've gone from like 16 viewers to like three or 400 and everyone's just spamming my Twitch chat. Why are you live right? How are you live right now? What have you done? Did you did you break Twitch? And I'm just there, like like talking my like talking my mouth off as quickly as possible, just saying as many things, just trying to be as engaging and as high energy as I possibly can <laughs> to try and get some of these 400 viewers to stick around. <laughs> really, really weird. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just one that, that springs to mind. Thank you for the question, Winterblade. Thanks, Jack. Um, next question. Garlic Breadman asks, how quickly did you adapt to talking to a screen for multiple hours a day, several days a week? Or was that the norm before you started streaming? <laughs> Confess, who talks to themselves all the time? I do. Beth does. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I talk well, to the cats. Okay. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that to counts. Totally counts. Yeah, absolutely counts. <laughs> But okay, to be fair, I write a lot, um, actually. And sometimes you just need to read it out loud bef to actually know if it fits or not. And so talking to a screen wasn't something new to me. Uh, it also, sometimes just reading things out loud when you're reading stuff also just helps. It, I don't know why, but it does. And, and yeah, so talking to a screen wasn't anything new. And as I said, I had friends from the get-go. So I had viewers and people in chat from the get-go due to me starting accidentally. So <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> Anyone else, Beth, Lucy, was it a struggle to get used to talking to your camera or was it just quite natural for you? Um, I, the first... I do talk to myself yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think that we're both on the, the this is we probably talk less now. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I think I expected it to be pretty hard, but I think if you're just like not necessarily saying everything that's on your mind, but as you're kind of plodding along, just being like, ah, oh, so maybe I've got to do this, that kind of thing. It's it's not too bad. I think it's just. I think 
that talking to a screen is only really difficult if there's no one talking back to you if that makes sense yeah. because I, and i have streamed with a, with a dead twitch chat plenty in the past and i think that is when it's really difficult because if you want to grow a stream and you've got no viewers you have to be talking you have to be even if there's no one there you have to be engaging because otherwise if people join the stream and you're just sat in silence they're going to leave without saying anything a lot of the time so you have to be if you're talking through what you're doing or, or saying something even if there's nobody there and i think i think that's the hard part but i think once you've got people in the chat talking back to you for me at least it feels pretty natural do you agree lucy uh kind of <laughs> no i do once once people once people are chatting back that's where i, f I kind of find it easiest mm -hmm. um and that's why I was so grateful. So the first day I streamed, I think, because I, I was streaming in the middle of the day, no one else from Concrete Donkey was really on. Mm -hmm. So like all of my friends kind of came and like filled the chat for me. And I know that for my first stream, a bit like I'm doing today as well, I was talking very quickly, talking a bit too much, and just kind of <laughs> blah, 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 like panic speak all the time. And I was, <laughs> I, I, it was it kind of overwhelmed the entire day. And then I think after a couple of days, I learned to tone it down. So I kind of have the opposite problem. Instead of learning to talk more on camera, I learned to talk less. But it was good. Mm -hmm okay all right cool but yeah so it's 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 not i mean i i think a lot of us are on the same page and that, like if there's someone talking about you it's not it doesn't feel unnatural to talk but it, it can be hard i think for streamers starting out when when there's nobody there um final question simply aces asks i know that you guys talked about anxiety earlier on in the stream are there any tricks that you use before streaming to handle that anxiety whether the anxiety happens on or off camera how does one take it in stride? That's I've that... definitely gotten into a routine to help me like prep for streaming, I think. Like I spoke to um someone about this the other day and they were like, What? Because I genuinely will probably start getting ready like two hours before I start my stream. Oh wow. I don't get up that um, early. Yeah, well, I just drove a little bit later, so it's not too bad. <laughs> um but like genuinely I will kind of start getting ready um i will do my makeup not because i feel that i need to because but because i can kind of sit with my music on just kind of chill out kind of get in a good headset like happy headspace make sure that all of my stream is set up do a test of everything so i know that like five minutes before i need to go live like everything is ready and all i have to do is just sit and enjoy the stream mm -hmm. and that's i've gotten into that i have a weird habit of making sure that i smell really good before i stream <laughs> I don't know why that is a thing I have to do, but I'm very terrified that if I smell bad, that you guys will smell me. Do you have one of those newfangled so... <laughs> microphones that can uh, absorb your smell? And... That's a thing. I, I wish I knew why this was a thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those like the clutches. I'm like, if I smell good, then I have a good stream. Or I don't know. But <laughs> Just getting into a routine helps me a lot, I think. Because then I'm like, okay, so everything's good. I'm ready. And that's helped me. Okay. Uh, anybody else struggle with anxiety? Have any sort of uh, ways that you, you get past that? Aces, Aces asked that because uh, she feels anxiety every time she starts to stream before she starts streaming. And she's just wondering if you have any tips. I mean, it's uh, very hard well, I mean, I, to I... give tips. Oops, sorry. <laughs> it's easy done. It's easy done. We've got latency over Discord. Sorry. So it's super yeah, easy yeah. to interrupt by sorry. accident. Just, you're, you're doing <laughs> no, great you're at fine. sort of... Yeah, just keep going. 
But yeah, as I said, it, it's hard to give any advice on that because it's such a subjective thing. Anxiety is very different for each individual, although there might be some similarities. I think one thing that is very important to do is to just kind of... How do I explain it? Find what works for you. Like for Kanichi, her having her routine works for her and getting into a good headspace is definitely important. Um... For me, if I'm not in a good headspace already, sitting there and actually being up to my schedule and having these small goals keep pushing me to do things. Uh, there have definitely been days where I'm like, I'm exhausted, I'm so tired, I don't want to stream, my anxiety is really bad. And then I sit down and chat comes and stuff like that and I'm super happy. There are days where sometimes you just get to stream what you want from my, like from me personally. Um, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of, yeah, as I said, it's a very subjective thing. When I have bad anxiety, I just kind of do something physical, like working out or something to just get it out of my system before I start and then get into better headspace because I've done something I know is good for me. Uh, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yes, it does. <laughs> do you have any, anything to add, Lucy, or, or have Beth and Lemon kind of summed it up, do you think? Uh, I think they've summed it up pretty well. I mean, I think the main thing I use, I mean, I still I haven't quite worked out what balances that out for me yet, because I, I do find often that, like, I, I feel a bit breathless or I start talking too much again, or I do get slightly overwhelmed just by being it. So I use a lot of grounding techniques, because sometimes if you're on camera, you can't really just have a meltdown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I do a lot of kind of the, there's like basic mindfulness techniques that I use so for example it's often with my feet on the floor and I can like feel that and I'll, fo I'll focus on how I feel on my feet and I won't speak for a few minutes or like I'll just focus on the game mm -hmm. um, and completely keep it separate from my headspace and that tends to calm me down and then I can start talking again um, I mean having so many good friends in the chat also helps it's kind of a reassuring thing but if I need to kind of focus it down to like stop myself kind of building any panic up it's, it's very much a what's around me that's not in my head kind of thing mm -hmm. that I do if that makes any sense yeah. I mean I just sound absolutely loopy but it's, it's, it's fine <laughs> absolutely I'd agree with that a lot yeah yeah I, I wish I could help with this one, but honestly, I, I get very little anxiety when I start streaming now <laughs> to the point where I basically roll out of bed brushing my teeth in this morning and I'm like, oh, my screen's gone black. I'm meant to be playing the intro now. Oh, whoops. <laughs> like, okay, I'm live. I promise I'm prepared for this. Um, yeah. But hey, just hopefully, that, hopefully that helps out. I hope it's answered your question. But that is, that is all of the questions done. And I think it is getting around the time to wrap up the podcast. So thank you, everyone, for coming on. Now, of course, is the most important part of the podcast. It's time for you to promote yourselves. And uh, oh, get those get those followers <laughs> on your own stuff. So uh, we'll start with start with you, Beth. Where can these wonderful people find you? So you can find me on Twitch as uh, Kanichi. I am also on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, kind of everything as Kanichi. Um, if it's pastel or slightly questionable looking, it's probably something to do with me. <laughs> if it's swole, it's definitely you. Yeah. Not the small. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not All too right. happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have got myself some interesting reputations. Luckily, not too bad. Um, yes. Oh, and also, I am an art streamer. I know I've kind of mentioned that, but yes, you, you come to my page. There, there might be art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lav Lavalin? Uh, hi, I'm LA Malin or Lavalin across like every platform. 
Uh, so there's Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I at the moment I'm streaming vintage PlayStation games, well PlayStation Two and PlayStation One, and um, yeah, it's turning into kind of more of a just chatting vibe. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Lemon. Uh, I am Marie, also known as Lemon or Lemon Baby. My at is the exact same as it is here. You can find me on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, as well as YouTube, although I don't have anything uploaded yet. There will be coming some stuff soon in the future. And yeah, I do a variety of different games. It's mostly cozy stuff, not gonna lie. Uh, we have dabbled into, just to trigger chat, FNF. AK Five Nights at Freddy's uh, <laughs> once, and we will be trying to complete the game soon. But yeah, so we we do loads of different things. We do some art, we do some games, and if you're if you're okay with feral but wholesome gremlin sounds, then come and hang out. <laughs> awesome, excellent, and of course, I'm Falcone. You're here if you're watching live, uh, which you can be 3:30 p.m. BST, twitchtv hosts, Then. Uh, Feel free to drop me a follow, and I'm live Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Uh, and otherwise, YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. I'm Falcone hosts everywhere, but that is going to be the end of the show. I hope that you've enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>